Welcome to Same Boat Huddle. I am your host, Erin Miller, here to talk to you about life and recognizing that we are all in the same boat and we are huddling together to figure out how um, to not only survive but to thrive in this thing called life. So what I wanted to talk with you about today is uh, my journey in more detail and how I've come to where I am. So, you know, obviously I'm not going to sit here and start at day one because that's silly. Um, but where I feel like this part of my life, the beginning of this journey for me was, um, I feel began truly in my master's, um, my grad school interview. Um, I knew that I wanted to, um, get a master's degree in counseling. I had an undergrad, um, a bachelor's degree in psychology with minor in communications in Spanish and chose, chose psychology as my, um, concentration in undergrad because I've always just done well working with people. Um, I have a pretty colorful history in my childhood and, um, navigating family relationships and, and all of that. So, it just felt natural to kind of take that path and, um, but knew that it was necessary to get a master's degree to be able to, to financially be successful in my, my, um, my area of expertise. So I knew I was, I loved working in schools. Like I always, um, I've always appreciated school and enjoyed school. I've just always been one of those kids that just have always liked school. So I was like, well, maybe that's what I should do. I have no idea. So I knew I wanted a master's degree in counseling and I applied to a few different universities. And, um, in one of my, um, grads, my, one of my interviews, I, th- there are different concentrations in what you can focus on in counseling. So, um, there's drug and alcohol education, um, family therapy, all of that. So you have to choose a concentration to, um, and watch to get your degree. So I, I, in my application, I actually checked off all of the areas because <laughs> I just didn't know. And quite frankly, wasn't like super excited about any of them. It was just kind of one of those, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I remember the, um, director as, <laughs> as, and I know, you know, got to know him well through the program. So I have to laugh. He, he just looked at me and he's like, so you have to just pick one. You can't do them all. And I literally just sat there and went, well, um, like eeny, meeny, miny, mo education. He's like, okay, that's your, that's going to be your concentration. So it, it was, it, there was no, it was just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And let's just pick a, a space and go with it. And while I did very well in my program and, you know, graduated, um, what was it? Magna cum laude, whatever. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Um, I, got a job right out of grad school, which is really difficult in, um, Pennsylvania. And I know a lot of other States in public education, especially for school counseling, I was actually offered two positions. Um, and I think this was the beginning of me truly understanding my intuition and my gut and doing what felt right because I chose the position that was not, um, expected of me. And I know that there were hurt feelings and confusion but I just felt like I had to go with my gut and what I felt was right. And that job was seriously one of the best times of my life. I was, you know, my husband and I just moved into a new home. Um, 
I was, the school was miles up the road from my parents' house. It was fun to kind of like still be working at home. Um, my, my boss was the best. The principal was just seriously the best. And the secretary, the three of us, I mean, we, we still talk about like, that'll never happen again. Like a dynamic that was that beautiful will never happen again. It was just such a great time. I loved all of my students. I, it was just all so good. And, um, and then the rug was kind of pulled out from underneath us and I won't go into detail. Um, but things just really got switched around with, um, administration and how the schools were working and all that. And in, in my personal position, I really felt um, a lot. It was just, a, it was hard. It was really hard to figure out what I was supposed to do in my counseling position and how to do it right. And, um, stress changed. So the joy of the job was really taken away. And in this same time, in that same school year, I was pregnant, uh, and due in March. So I was at the point, like right near my due date, I was going home and literally crying into my dinner. Like, I can't keep doing this. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And, uh, and then being faced, you know, with the beloved 10 to 12 week maternity leave that we so wonderfully get, um, understanding that I'm going to have to leave my new baby to go back to this job. And, you know, it's an hour commute both ways and, um, how I would never see my kid and where there was the joy was just gone. And I felt devastated. So, after my 12 week, well, it was 11 weeks. I left a week before she came. Um, I went back to work and was, I, I remember I, for two weeks, I only had to go for two weeks before school was let out for the summer. And I, I had my summer break. I remember looking at my union leader and I'm like, you need to find a way for me to not be here next year. So I need to get another leave of absence for a year or I'm not coming back and I'm handing in my resignation letter because I cannot do this. And I remember I spent the full two weeks fighting my intuition, um, driving people bananas, like talking to my coworkers, like, what am I supposed to do? I'm so unhappy and blah, blah, blah. And to the point that no one wanted to talk to me anymore because I was just fighting with myself. Um, so I ended up getting a year leave and I spent that year, um, truly just feeling amazing. My daughter, um, the time I had with her, just the two of us as a baby was just, man, what a good time in my life. I, I would say it was probably one of the best times in my life. Just feeling really, just feeling really aligned. Like we had a good schedule and a lot of playtime. And at the same point I was, um, finally delving back into photography, which was, has always been a love of mine. Um, which I feel like is every photographer's story. I, I feel, I guess it should be. Um, so I was just having a great time. I was taking pictures of friends' babies and um, got to the point, I remember that summer that people started giving me money to take pictures. I was like, well, I guess I should open a business because I'm going to have to, I can't take money and not pay taxes. So it was all very like, okay, I guess I'll do this next. I'll do this next. And then I became pregnant with my son in February. So my daughter was nine months old, 10 months, nine months old. Um, and, uh, that's then that next summer I resigned from my counseling position. My photography business, um, became busy. My son arrived in October and, um, (laughs) the summer I resigned, we also decided to buy a new house that was completely hoarded, um, unlivable and decided to renovate it in seven weeks and moved in 
um, five days before my son was born. I remember it was a race. And that is the time in my life that I started to really crumble. I took on too much. My photography business was growing bigger and faster than I understood. It was incredible. It's not anything that I regret or don't um, want by any means. It was just amazing. And I was, I was pouring everything into that because I loved it. Um, and then meanwhile, I was trying to figure out, you know, still a new mom and trying to figure out how to do all that um, and have her taken care of because my husband was, he worked his regular job, um, which was he left the house at 630 and then he never came home. He went straight to our new house that we didn't live in yet to renovate and didn't come home till 11 p.m. seven days a week. So I was on my own running a business, packing a house, growing a child and taking care of a baby. Um and when you're in the thick of something like that, you just don't fully see the chaos that's happening. It's just you're in survival mode, and that's where I was. And um, so then my son was born, and something awful happened to my back, and I was unable to walk. Um, I remember using his stroller to walk into a PT appointment, my first one, and using his stroller as my crutch. And they just looked at me like, how is this woman standing? And went through very intense, um, PT and chiropractic care. Meanwhile, also still was shooting engagement sessions that fall. And, um, I mean, holy cow talking about it. It's like, what the hell was I doing? Um, who, by the way, those clients are like my favorite clients and continue to follow them as they have their babies. It's amazing. Um, so then, uh, you know, I spent the next year. So now my daughter is, um, turning to my son is an infant in his first year and my photography business did not slow down at all because I didn't I just kept going and going and going my photography business kept growing you know um, adding on more wedding clients and needing a better office space and um, just got to the point of not, I was not feeding myself because there just wasn't enough time you know I really took on that badge of super mom of I can do it all, but I couldn't because I wasn't taking care of myself. Um, I was pretty good about working out, but wouldn't eat, didn't sleep well, especially, you know, I was nursing through the night still, all of that. And, um, it was that summer that I remember I, it was a July I was sitting there and I was like, how, how am I doing this? I was just hitting a bottom of, of complete devastation of I'm burnt to a crisp. I can't continue at this pace. I need to figure out how to balance this all because this is not making sense. I'm not, I'm taking on too much in all areas. I'm not showing up enough for everybody in my life and, um, couldn't really figure it out. And that was that point that I remember I reached out to just a regular photography group on Facebook where, you know, it, all it is, is like, you know, monthly themes. And then you submit your photographs to be published on a blog and, it was in there. Then like someone help me, like who else is going through this? And that was that point where I felt so alone. I'm like, I know I'm not the only one. There's no way that I'm the only mother sitting here crying her eyes out with the baby on her breast and a toddler running around a crazy messy room and can't figure out how to do it all. This doesn't make like, it, this is not sustainable. I cannot, this cannot be life. Like this is not heavily ever after. It doesn't make sense at all. So from there, I continued on the same path. You know, I kind of picked myself back up, continued to not eat well and wear the badge. But I'm so busy. I'm so busy. 
Um, and you know, in all of this time, there's also so much good. Like it's, it's not all bad. Like all of my, especially my photography work is such a blessing. Um, I can't even say enough. Like I've met every single person I meet through my work is, um, just the most amazing soul and to have the opportunity, you know, my work isn't, you know, sit in a field and smile at me. It's truly very intimate and connecting. Um, I really need to get to know who you are and see you authentically to, to make my work for you. And, um, through that, I've just, I've just been so blessed with the connections I've made. Um, so I digress with that. Uh, so I, I continued on that same path of, um, basically self-destruction and, um, self-sabotage and just sad. I was just a point of like, I'm happy. I have everything I want in life. Like everything. I have an amazing husband, truly like, sorry guys, I have the best husband out there. I'm not lying. Um, the most beautiful babies, like my children are perfect and gorgeous and healthy and a booming business. I'm like, what, why am I suffering so much? Like what is going on? And, um, so then I remember that then, so now my son is one and into the next year I was just getting sick constantly. I was just, this was my rock bottom where I was, um, constantly getting viruses and, um, just found myself, I felt like I was army crawling through life. Like I was down and could not get back up. And then that March, I, um, I had a photo shoot for a friend of mine. Well, it's my best friend's friend and she and I have grown close too. Um, I was on my way to her house for a six month photo shoot of her son. And I stopped at my best friend's house on the way down. I remember driving down. I'm like, I just don't feel well. I don't feel well. Like my stomach's bothering me. Like what's going on? And I was sitting on my friend's couch and I remember she was talking to me and I was like, I, I literally can't hear a word she's saying. I was like, Oh my God, I can't feel my face. Oh my God. I think I might throw up. I can't feel my hands. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I looked at her and I'm like, something's wrong. She's like, I can see that. She's like, you've no color in your face. Something's wrong. I'm like, I need to go to the hospital. I need to go. I was like, I need, I can't go to this session. I was like, is she going to be upset? She's like, no, she'll totally understand. And, um, it was awful. I've never had to cancel a photo shoot for something like that in my life and never have since. Um, and I drove straight to, um, an um, urgent care. It wasn't the, um, emergency room because they're so expensive and you have to wait so long. (laughs) So, So I went to an urgent care and I, in the, the waiting room is when I realized I am not sick. I'm having a panic attack and something is wrong. My body is talking to me. Something's wrong. So I um, realized this. The doctor gave me some prescriptions that I chose not to fill. Um, more so because I felt very, very strongly inclined to figure out what was going on. I felt like there was something underneath going on. And... Um, I just began digging and have really since become very, um, connected spiritually. Um, I'm, I'm really thick into, um, personal development and growth. And, uh, that's a lot of stuff that will be a part of this podcast. Um, and I feel that from that point, everything that's happened in my life has been very sync synchronotic, they're all synchronicities, whatever word that would be. So, um, gosh, so what year was that? My son is 
going to be for 2016, early 2016. So it was just over two years ago that I had that panic attack sitting in that room. Gosh, it feels like longer than that, man, man. I might have to do that math later because that doesn't feel right, but it, but it is. My son turned one in 2015, October 2015, and it was after he turned one. So, um, anyways, another person came into my life, a hormonal nutritionist, um, and she was kind of the. Uh, I remember when I came across her. I knew nothing about it. I just had this like my intuition said, call this woman and work with her because she is in. She is supposed to be in your life. She needs to be in your life. I think I even told her that in her first phone calls. Like, I don't know why, but I know that you need to help me, that you're, you came into my field for a reason. And, um, to this day, she's just, um, I could never thank her enough. I could get very emotional thinking about it, that she's just been such a huge part of my journey. And, um, she helped me physically figure out my, how to balance my hormones which was why I was having anxiety attacks. So amazing how food can help. Um, and she also opened me up into the world of, um, I think the first book I read was a Gabby Bernstein book and, uh, just into more of what is considered woo woo and understanding energy. So she's certified in chakra healing. Um, and that just kind of opened my path to where I am. So since then I have worked with a lot of healers, um, And in, so in all of it, going through all of this work, I've become more and more open, especially as I've felt healed. You know, I can sit here today in July of 2018. I don't even know what day it is that I am. Um, I don't know if anyone reaches a a top, but I feel in control. Um, I have complete management over any anxiety that comes up, which is rarely at this point. Um, I feel very connected with my intuition. I have what would be perceived as balance, but, um, I'm learning that that's not really such a thing that it's more about alignment and, um, that I, I get it and I'm learning more and more. And, um, in my process of getting to this point, I've been very open with people about like, yeah, I, you know, I couldn't come yesterday because, I was having a lot of anxiety and I had to figure out what to do. And in my open conversations is when I've had so like every woman that I've spoken to says me too about anything, whether it's like my kid tantruming. I feel like I don't know how to parent. I have anxiety attacks every day. I feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. And every woman is like me too, me too, me too. I know exactly how you're feeling. Oh my God, I feel the same way. Oh my God, I get it. I get it. And it just left me in this place of like, if we're all going through this, which I know some of you might be listening to this and be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, of course, this isn't a surprise to hear, but it's like, why are we going through it by ourselves? I don't get it. I do not get what, like where this mom guilt is coming from. I'm not saying I don't have it. Like I have it too, but that's why I don't understand it. Like why we are all in the same boat, but we're all isolating ourselves and not coming together as a tribe. Like if you really think back to how things were, you know, pre this society, is that women, that's where it, when the saying it takes a village doesn't not pulled out of thin air. Like that's exactly what, um, used to happen and that it was a village because 
you know, go back to the hunters and gatherers that the husbands are out and, you know, society has changed and I'm saying we're going back to this is how we should be, but that it's ingrained in us to, um, to tribe together with women and that it takes a village to raise our families because we can't do it by ourselves. We can't wash the clothes and do the dishes and raise the children and feed the children and all this stuff by ourselves that it, we're supposed to come together as a group. And instead something has happened in our society that we're all competing with each other, trying to one up each other, earning badges for doing way too much, like far too much. And, um, doing it alone and feeling alone. And while out there outside of the house or on social media or whatever, it's all highlights that I have this together. I can do it. I can work. I can be a mom. I can do all this stuff. Um, but then inside the house, we are crying ourselves to sleep. We're drinking too much wine. Um, and just like not knowing what to do and quietly suffering from panic attacks and depression and questioning ourselves if we're doing it right and feeling like we can't really talk to anyone about it, um, in a tribe mentality. So that is where I came up with this space of same boat huddle that, um, we are all in this together and we need to come together. We need to support each other. Um, you know, I'm one person, I'm not going to change the world. I'm not going to change society, but I hope that those of you that I touch and who hear me, um, can find a shift in your own world that creates um, more companionship and a tribe-like, village-like culture that to understand that you are not alone and that that bad day you're having, like other people are having it. I'm actually recording this sitting in a large room that has zero floor space visible because it's covered in toys, like real life friends. So that is pretty much my story. Um, I am proud of it. I have, uh, wow, I would not, I can't even imagine if I did not choose to take this path. Um, I could probably be in a sad place, you know, just someone maybe going through the motions and surviving and possibly taking medication and maybe still suffering panic attacks, maybe close my business down. But, um, right now I feel like I'm thriving and, um, making some of the most beautiful art through my photography for clients and for myself, um, and connecting with the most amazing women. I can't even, I just, it's incredible. I feel so blessed. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk with you more. Um, go out there and connect with someone today, tell them your story, um, encourage them to take time for themselves. Um, Go to Target and give a mom a hug or tell her she's doing a great job. Go out there, connect with each other, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.